Here we are back with the MMA Breeze. We got Richie Lewis back at it. Connecting here right before uh, right before his second MMA fight uh, at Titan FC. Uh, how, how you feeling, man? Has a weight cut started, or are you just kind of gearing up for that next week? Oh, there we go. Yeah, getting the water loaded down. About to have my first gallon down, so. Good deal. Good deal, man. I know, uh, speaking of the shirts real quick, I know uh, they seem to be taking off. They're pretty popular. I mean, my buddy bought me this. He got himself one. Uh, how's business going? Business is booming, you know. <laughs> it just kind of started booming over the past six to eight months. We've kind of gone from a real, like, low-key uh, friends and family brand to more of, like, a known brand, you know, and we're continuing to build a that platform and continuing to build uh, a presence and our name and our brand in general. And we got some key partnerships coming up with some UFC fighters and uh, a couple of NCAA champions since they just had their NIL, uh, maybe a Penn State guy. Wink, wink. <laughs> They're going to have a, a pretty big, big name uh, come on board and, and do some stuff with us. Uh, and we'll announce over the next week or two. Now, that sounds great, man. I saw Mike Perry was rocking it. I mean, it's like you said, it's it's kind of taken off now. It's not just a, a local thing. But also, to your credit, this quality is phenomenal, man. Hugs my chest good. It's breathable. So y'all are doing it right. You're not half-assing it, and I love it. But well, yeah. Yeah. It took us, like, three years to get it right, though. You know, we had to go through, like, in the beginning, we had to just screen print, and then it was, okay, that's DTG print, and then it's, like, but we don't want it to be on next level. We want our own tags. Now we have to try different manufacturers in Pakistan and Colombia and Dominican Republic. Who can do the best sublimations? You know, who can do the best cut and so who has the best cloth for the best prices? So it's just been like a a huge it's 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 been really hard, but I'm grateful for, for the journey that we had. And now that we have the right manufacturers and right partnerships, we're able to really tie the athletic and the fashion together, which I think a lot of people aren't doing well. It, it, I don't think anyone's really doing it well besides like Lululemon. They're kind of like peace. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. Y'all y'all are putting everything into it with the quality and the branding. I mean, just to get a better look at this, we got the blend into the pink, the Miami Vice swag. You know, that's the whole thing I'm about with my brand. So I love the blue and pink. But y'all come out with a lot of fresh stuff. And I mean, it's just that whole Miami drip. I mean, right now what you're rocking is fresh, the cheetah print. I mean, how, how does Miami in general being around this – this South Florida vibe uh, play to your mental. You know, I mean, you guys got a great vibe in that gym, great colors. Uh, I imagine it's got to do a lot for just the mental and the attitude day to day. Yeah, it's awesome, man. We got mangoes, sunshine, beautiful women, nice pools. Check this out. Like, this is this is the view of my girl's crib, just on the balcony, you know? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I love some palm trees, man. I see some of that. <laughs> it's like you see the palm trees, and then, like, you go a little deeper, and you got uh, – farms and stuff down, down in the redlands and that's kind of what i'm into too hunting mm -hmm. i feel like florida really low taxes florida really has everything you need uh, specifically miami i feel like miami's like a, a better version of new york city it's like the new new york city you know yeah yeah hey i mean with uh it was always a big like combat combat sports spot but i feel like especially with the celebrity boxing and everything going on all the big names coming to south florida you have some of the most stacked gyms there between Goat Shed, American Top Team, Sanford, you name it. So it's definitely a hot spot. And, uh, you know, uh, that's something I want to talk about is just the Goat Shed in general. Before I dive in, I'm going to use that to talk about your next guy. But, you know, the Goat Shed is just such a popular gym, man. It's uh, it, it's really gotten a lot of publicity this last, I'd say, couple years, but even more so this last like year to eight months. I mean, 
Logan Paul made a stop by there, uh, preparing for his bout with Floyd Mayweather, and your next opponent made a stop by there. Why? Why are people coming to Goat Shed? What is uh, what what is so special about it? I mean, I feel like uh, first of all, it's the energy, right? So if someone uh, like Logan wants to come there, it's it's for the energy and it's for the vibes because it's at that point, it's not about you know money or like what someone can do for you. It's more about how they can make you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the people that do come for money, like this kid Ernesto, he just wanted to get clout. They, <laughs> they get contacts to get beat the fuck up by goats. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what happened with that? Like, was, was that his first time to go shed? Had he been there before? Did you know of so him? I guess, I guess he was, uh, was going to sign with – he signed with first-round management, so they, like, flew him down. And uh, they're flying down bump prospects, first of all. So that, that was, that was, that was uh, like – Sketch number one for me. And then uh, it flew him down, and he had a couple friends at the goat shed that he grew up with in Cuba. He's real good friends with one of our prospects, Sean Mora. And uh, he's kind of kind of friends with Daron and Yahanti, but not as close as, as with Sean. And they're like, yo, this kid's a prospect. He's 4 0 amateur, 2 0 pro, four knockouts. He wants to come here and uh, train or whatever. So my coach said, okay. You know, if, if, if he's, like, family to you guys or friends to you guys, you know, like, he, he can come here. We open up with we welcome with them with open arms. Because at our gym, we have a really big family environment, you know. Mm-hmm. And in order to – you don't just, like, come to our gym and say you're going to train there. It's kind of like you got to get accepted by all the members, come for a month, two months, and then, like, we like you, then we can work on everything. If we don't, then you just don't fit with the group. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's more that vibe and that energy than anything else. And uh, it was my first day in camp. I just had a date August 6th uh, to fight. Lex was like, yeah, August 6th, uh, then we're going to fight you. So I was like, all right. Still looking for an opponent, but I'm, I'm back in camp. And uh, I'm supposed to spar Landry Ward. He's 4-0 pro. He's currently fighting Combate. So I'm getting ready to spar him. And then my coach is like, oh, Richie, you're going to go with this kid Ernesto today. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what you want, coach. And I knew he wanted to. It was my first day back in camp. So I knew he kind of wanted to test me, maybe even to see if, like, to see where I am, but also to be like, if I don't fuck this kid up, like, uh, to be like, yo, look, you got work to do. You understand? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was a double-edged sword for my coach. He was like, either way that this goes, it looks good. The prospect that wants to come here sees that he ain't, he ain't as good as he thinks it is. And if the prospect beat me in sparring, he'd be like, all right, Richie, you got to get back to work, dog, and, and get back on your horse, you know? Yeah, yeah. Double, after double the two sword. rounds, after the two, it is both beneficial for him. So I knew it right away. So I, uh, I come in and, you know, me, I'm super respectful, especially when sparring. I, I don't I, I care a lot about brain damage. Like, I, I don't want to get hit too much, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. scared of hit, but but I'm not going to get hit extra. And uh, mm-hmm. so I just touched, just touched him up, touched him up, you know, not really swinging on him. Took him down like eight or nine times and just really outclassed him, you know. The kid did have a little bit of power, but we weren't supposed to throw with power. So I wasn't throwing with power, but I mean, like one, ten, nine, ten, eight rounds. And then. It got heated to the point he was mad and swinging hard, and I was kind of just moving, moving, taking him down. And then the last minute, I was like, bro, this kid's swinging hard on me. Fuck it. I throw a couple of knees at him and, and hit a little ground and pound on him. Then my coach cut the sparring, and then I tried to help the kid up, and he was, like, all mad and shit. Me, I just chalked it up to, to ego, and I was like, okay, it's not a big deal. 30 minutes later, uh, I'm talking, I'm trying to have a conversation with him. like, yo, look, man, I've only been fighting for nine months now or eight months, and Look at how much I've developed, you know. Guys fight years to 
trained for years to to fight like this. You know, obviously I had a good wrestling background, but I'm not even talking about the wrestling. I'm talking about the jiu-jitsu, the MMA, the grappling, the the boxing, boxing, the feel, the distance. And I'm like, this is what we do at the Gold Chip. We develop fast, faster than anybody else. Like, and and if you're gonna come here, let's do it, man. Like, I think you'd be a good workout partner for the team and blah blah blah. And he was just like, uh, like just ignoring oh, me. Not I hate that. Hate that. So, so he was still upset. So I was like, okay, it's whatever. You know, didn't say nothing. The next day I shot a TV shoot and the dude just wreaked the jealousy. Uh, I was shooting for WSP Network with Diego Rivera. And uh, he just was wreaking the jealousy, man. And uh, you could smell it on him. And uh, he goes back to the tour and I guess one of our matchmakers didn't know whether he was coming to our gym or not and said hey these are the guys that we have uh I was number one on the list to get a fight obviously because we're five weeks we were five weeks away at the time mm-hmm. uh he was like yeah I'll fight him so then my coach was like hit him up was like yo man you actually doing our team and we don't want to like start any drama but we want to make sure that you're the one who said you wanted this fight because then you can't join our team essentially you know mm-hmm yeah. He's like, oh, I'll, fight, I'll fight anybody if the money's right, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, come on, you're talking about money in the regional scene, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, no, like this is nothing to do with money. So, I mean, that that's very odd to me that uh, that he would say something like that. He's like he was masking uh, his ulterior motive to get in there with you. But that's that's a, that's a great that's that's something I wanted to ask, too, is like, how did it end? So you gave us some great insight, like. He kind of did leave a little bit butthurt, you're saying, huh? He left butthurt as fuck, bro. And obviously, <laughs> he has that some confidence that he can beat me because if he has his pride making these decisions for him and his ego, his her ego making these decisions for him, he's going to have a rough night on Friday. Yeah. yeah. And you know, from the wrestling world, you know, you make it to a big tournament, you got some momentum, you're having a good season. Uh, and then you take a humbling loss every now and then. And I feel like he maybe, you know, being undefeated, maybe he just hasn't been humbled yet. Maybe, uh, maybe losing to you, if that goes that way, you know, I don't want to be biased, but hey, if, if maybe losing to you will give him uh, some perspective, you know? So, I mean, like, Going against uh, someone, in, not just perspective in fighting, but also in this this kind of a not a great look to be going into a gym, working with some guys, and then and then coming Hello. back out and, and asking. He's a that. snake. He's a rat. He's a no, rat bastard. Not a good look. I honestly. Not, go ahead. Go ahead. Like that's the one thing is that uh, I, I hold high as, as people's characters. Uh, the way I conduct myself and the way I do business and the way that I fight is is character first. And just by uh, seeing that his character, I know that he's not nearly as intelligent as me. So I know that come Friday night, I'm going to be able to outsmart him. I know I, I, even if this kid does train harder than me, you, you can't be, you can't be that, you can't work that much harder than I am smarter, brother. So like, I don't see this kid having a fucking chance, to be honest. And, and when you went with him, like, I tried to get a scoop on him and look at his record and his Instagram. And, you know, from what I could see is, He's got a ton of pictures of him picking dudes up, putting them down, and or getting on top of them and pounding them out that way. It seems to be all his content on his Instagram is looks like that. Um, but when we saw the footage of you guys going, it was kind of like he was getting all that on him. So I mean, to to you said he has some knockouts, he's undefeated. What is this guy's strong suit if he's going against you? What is he banking on? You're a world champion wrestler. It doesn't seem like that would be a smart move. Uh, does he just go for a puncher's chance with the power? Or? I think, I mean, the kid definitely had some power, you know, he hit me with, he hit me with 
I would say in the entire sparring around three or four uh, strikes. And the kid didn't have power, but he didn't have enough power to to daze me or enough power to definitely not enough power to put my lights out, just enough power for me to respect him, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's kind of what he's going to be banking on. But what he doesn't know is my cardio is retarded, stupid, and I always stay in good position. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of these Justin Gaethje characters where I'm looking to go in and brawl guys. I'm more on that like Khabib and and uh, GSP where I don't, I don't want to get hit. You hit me, I have a hard chin, and 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 it's hard to take my lights out, and I can eat a bunch, and I have heart, so I can keep going. But I'm, I'm not looking again to a firefight. I'm looking to keep distance. <laughs> touch you the fuck up get you tired take you down take you to deep waters and drown you and, and that's exactly what i'm going to do august 6th on, on friday night and, and that's uh you know obviously your strong suit i have a lot of confidence in your grappling in any mma match but like <laughs> it, how do you combat the whole stereotype of grapplers and like you have big visions to go to the usc to be world champion to uh to keep growing uh but how are you going to get promotions to look at you i mean ben Askren got denied by dana white forever because of his style what what are you going to do to uh keep yourself exciting and marketable for these big organizations who tend to stereotype grapplers well well my the first thing i'm gonna have to do is is win exciting fights so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to start looking uh not for specifically finishes but just for lights out performances where where my technique is slick and my technique is clean and 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 I'm in that that niche, right? That's the first step. Uh, obviously, I have to keep winning. Uh, the interesting factor, I don't think, is going to be an issue for me uh, because I think I'm interesting as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also think that a lot of these fighters are fucking broke, and I'm and I'm coming into this game like with an established business with investments, so I'm going to be able to do a lot cooler shit. And I have a team behind me like Paradigm. Uh, my business partner Jerry is, you know, I have guys filming me. It's, it's. I just think it's going to be different uh, because even if my fights aren't exciting, I think I'm a pretty exciting guy. You know. And that's half the battle, man. Right? It's. I mean, we saw uh, Connor when he was coming up. He had cameras following him all the time. And Jake Paul, like, he got a lot of criticism for not being a, a great fighter, but. When you got cameras following you around all the time, people care about you. They want to see what's going on, you know? So I think you're making, obviously, a ton of great investments in yourself and your wealth and your uh, career. So it's uh, it's very exciting to see. But uh, I also think I also think that I'm authentically myself. And, and that's a very important part. Uh, I don't put on a front. I'm from New Jersey. I grew up in the Jersey Shore. I live in fucking Miami. I, this is what I wear. I'm going, I just came to my girlfriend's house to hang out. I honestly forgot I had an interview. This is, I'm, I'm wearing this laying on the couch. Like, like oh, yeah. I'm, I'm authentically true to myself and, and I really know who I am. And I think that uh, a lot of these fighters don't know who they are. And that's part of the reason that they fight. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I got into combat sports because I didn't know who I was. Uh, but I'm at a point in my life where I'm, I just turned 27 years old. Uh, I, I know exactly what I want. I know exactly who I am. And it's just time to show that to the world, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely so what what uh i know last time you and i hopped on here and chopped it up we were talking about a couple fights get a title shot here with uh with titan fc and then look for the big leagues look for the ufc um how does that vision look at this point and uh and are you is it still the same yeah it's still the same and i think that this fight is is a very is a very good fight for me and it's a very well 
well-timed fight uh, in my career, my development. I think I've gotten a lot better. Uh, I think I'm stronger than this kid in his strong suits. So I think I'm going to be able to, to put on a true display of my talent. I think that first fight I was able to put on, I was a, I was a, I was a grappler, uh, jiu-jitsu and wrestler, uh, got trained for the fight. I feel like this fight, I'm going to be a, a complete fighter, an all-around fighter. You know, I think before, yeah, I was ready to strike. I was ready to do a couple things, but I wasn't really ready to put it all together. Uh, and I think this fight is, I'm going to be able to. Also, uh, obviously, I want to go to the UFC, um, and that's the main vision, right? But I, I also I also have dreams of being an entertainer. You know, I, I'm an entertainer and a fighter. So, like, I like this whole boxing thing with the YouTubers and, like, if I could, if I could continue to to develop myself and develop my businesses and stuff like that, that that's a route that that I'm definitely interested in. Obviously, becoming a world champion is number one, but I'm not against uh, you know super fights in jiu-jitsu, super fights in wrestling, boxing matches, uh, being in different promotions for fighting and, and stuff like that. But I still have to stay true to to what I ultimately want, and that's to become a UFC world champion. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're excited to see that. Um, you know, as far as, as the celebrity boxing route goes or celebrity grappling, has there been any people in, in, in front of your face that you thought about, Hey, that would be a fun one. I, I, I don't think I'm a, I don't think I'm a big enough uh, name yet to, to be able to draw anyone that's currently fighting that I would fight. So mm -hmm. it, it's just, it, it's just about putting the ducks in order first. Yeah. You know, building all the for sure, for He's sure. Holding this back and just sticking true, winning this fight on Friday, mm -hmm. uh, even as little as making weight and and creating the right content, and then winning the fight. Like, it's not like I'm thinking just about Friday. You know, I'm thinking about today. I'm thinking about getting this gallon in. Mm -hmm. That that's that works towards my goal. You know what I mean? Doing this interview, that's gonna work towards my goal, and just 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 doing all the little things correct uh, in this moment to to make that bigger picture work. For sure, for sure. And I love it. I love the ambition and uh, the initiative that you've taken from the jump, all encompassing perspective, which is awesome. Uh, but as, as far as the weight cut goes, uh, you know, like you talked about making weights, always a small victory. How does 155 feel to you these days? You just turned 27. Uh, how's the body right now? Do you feel that uh, you are uh, intrigued to test out any other weight classes, whether it be up or down? Yeah, for sure. So uh, this is the best my body has ever been. Uh, I actually didn't weightlift when I was in high school, in college that often. Uh, and I didn't really do a lot of like the runs just because like I didn't believe in it. My body was very beat up because we were competing on like a different schedule. We'd compete twice a week. I, I wrestled in the world, five matches in a row, wrestled to make the world team trials, five matches in a row, and then went straight into my season after that and then straight into the freestyle circuit. <laughs> uh, this is more where I fought five months ago and I'm fighting again. So I'm able to really hone in and focus on my development, not only in my striking and my grappling, my MMA, but also on my body, uh, what I'm putting into it, what I'm dieting, how I'm lifting, uh, how, how I'm doing my physical therapy. You know, I, I'm lucky enough to be a very early stage of my career and have the best coaches around me, have a full-time massage therapist, full-time physical therapist. So, so my, I was able to fully invest into into this lifestyle and eight months ago I made the decision that I would die and I would give up all my money and whatever it takes basically my my mind my heart my soul I, I give it all to this game and I made that decision about eight months ago and it was the best decision I've ever made because now I feel like I'm able to do anything as far as entertaining different weight classes yes I would like to fight at three different weight classes throughout my career 
honestly, 145, 155, or 170. Make it 155 is is not too hard. Uh, I diet for about six weeks. I don't really even count my calories. Uh, I diet for the last three weeks pretty hard. Uh, maybe put in 1,800 to 2,500 calories and just up my cardio. Get to about 170, which is what I woke up at this morning, seven days out when I start my water load. So it's about a 14-pound cut to to weight and about a 15 pound type of championship weight. And it's not that hard. I, I mean, I recover perfectly. I Luckily, I know some guys that uh, have the locker at least diet. So I basically just do their protocol and get down. I think that if I had to make 45, I'd have to go on a two or three month diet, but that's when money matters. You know, I wouldn't do it for getting paid around 3,000 to $4,000 just, just to fight with the tickets and everything. Mm-hmm. It's not worth putting my body through for, for three, four grand. But to when I get to the UFC and we're talking about $24,000 in the beginning, plus bonuses if you do well, and then on the second contract, you know, maybe $100,000, that's when the weight cut becomes worth it to deteriorate my body to, to, to do that, you know? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And you talked about all the stuff that's been, uh, been changing for you that, uh, this last camp, how much you've grown, how much you've uh, become actual fighter, not just a grappler guy. Uh, like, w- what are you most excited to show us, though? And what is the most fun for you right now in the gym? Because, you know, we gravitate towards things we start excelling at, we're having fun with. What, what are you most excited to show off in your second uh, pro bout? I think the consistency. My entire life, I've never been consistent. I've always just been a great athlete and had amazing talent. That's how come I was able to win a U23 world title and then fucked up and didn't even all American with guys that were winning and seeing championships. I couldn't even make the world team. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a consistency. I was always a party guy, always a wild guy. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It gave me a shit ton of perspective. Uh, but the fact that I've done that and, and I've seen that and, and, and lived that life and was able to still compete on a high level. Uh, now I'm doing it consistently. So I'm looking to go in there and, and show that consistency, you know, uh, I knew I could take anyone down in the world. I knew I could technically beat anybody, but it was about not getting tired and keeping my energy. I wasn't able to apply my tactics. And now that my cardio, my strength, and my technique uh, is really at the point I want it to be, I, I want to show that that I can bring guys to deep waters and I could be the guy controlling the fight, not just looking for a sneak takedown or trying to trying to grind something small out. I'm looking to grind this guy down the whole time and, and really dismantle it and be able to put on a performance. And I'm going to do that through the hard work that I've put in. And, and I, I've never had this belief in myself. It's actually kind of crazy because as an athlete, uh, you lie to yourself, you know, sometimes you say, yeah, I'm ready for this. And, and sometimes you are, and, and you get those wins against those, those hard guys. But when you truly believe it, uh, it's a different animal. And, and I've only felt this a couple of times and I've been feeling like that every day in the gym uh, recently. So I, I'm really excited to show that. Man, that's awesome. We're very excited to hear that, man. We're very excited to watch you. August 6th, tune in. We're going to see Richie Savage. Very excited to see you uh, in your second pro bout here, fighting Ernesto in Titan FC. Uh, It's almost going to be a rematch because you guys had it out in the gym. So uh, we're excited for that. We're excited to see where you go from there. And we'll be watching all the way, brother. Thank you for taking the time today. And I hope to connect soon. Uh, Yeah, I appreciate your time, though.